Oh, hey. Didn't see you come in. You've just tuned in to Talia's Paradigm Podcast. Hopefully not by mistake. (laughs) Well, now that I've got you here, sit back, unbutton those pants, and let's dig into some real spicy shit. from Talia's Paradigm Podcast. I am here for the second episode. It's going to be Azalea and Awareness. And as I already said in the episode that I already had called Table of Contents, um, this episode is going to be carried by the general series topic, The Human Experience. Azalea is the first person. I have her here today. She's my sister. I already said that in the last episode. I'm really excited. And we're going to really try to not sibling out to where we're talking at the same time and we're following each other but quite frankly it doesn't make any sense to anybody else around us yeah so hey Zaya hello there what's going on nothing you're here with me <laughs> all right <laughs> I was gonna say thank you for answering uh, I don't know what's I, going I, on I, I'm just here yeah <laughs> I'm just trying to make it just another day Oh, that sounds dark. Human yeah. experience. Yeah, exactly. Extreme. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really happy that I forced you to do this and you didn't fight me on it. So is it forced? I don't think so. That's kind of true. I mean, I felt like I didn't really give you a choice to say yes or no. I mean, and then you I just wanted to chose. do it, so That's fine. good. Okay. Um, I think that just before we get into it, I think that you're a great person to talk to about this because you are very I am the human experience yeah <laughs> that's literally fucking me you. yeah <laughs> yeah so so <laughs> i had a terrible experience on one day <laughs> that's what, what i really want to talk to you about <laughs> <laughs> was something that happened to me recently. yeah and i just need her advice <laughs> um okay so uh i'm trying Can't to find like a good a natural way like, <laughs> that's so funny, Charles. Podcast lab. <laughs> um, firstly, are you kind of nervous about being on a podcast, or do you feel like you're going to be able to kind of... I'm nervous, but I know that it's, like, you, so it's fine. I yeah, guess. so there's, like, a bit of comfort. If it was, like, a podcast with anybody else, I'd feel uncomfortable. That's like, very, for the most yeah. part, whenever I'm in social situations, because I'm so socially awkward, mm-hmm. I go, just pretend it's Talia. Just pretend wow. it's Talia. Wow, mm-hmm. that's really nice. That's really <laughs> All the time. Nice. Like, then you can try and push yourself to be yourself if you just pretend like it's Talia and she'll reciprocate that <laughs> And you know what? Even if they don't, she did. Act like it. <laughs> Act like head. she says something cool. Mm-hmm. Aw, thanks. That's really, really sweet. Um, I'm really glad that you came on then because I feel like we're going to have some good shit. Um, so this is my first question. It's kind of direct but I feel like it's going to set us on the right fucking path. So, um, I was basically, sorry, I had to read. Um, I don't know my why shit's in say, cursive, but I so don't So I was raised, it was like, oh wait, As a wolf. <laughs> um, what does that make you feel? How <laughs> um, do you feel about that? <laughs> basically, um, how do you feel about your own existence? Is it something that um, scares you? Is it something that confuses you? Is it something that makes you grateful? Like there's a lot of different emotions and feelings that kind of go into your day-to-day life. Like what happens when you first wake up and you know, in your, I know, <laughs> and you wake up and you're just aware of your own you. existence. Yeah. Um, it depends on the dream. Let's be, let's be <laughs> dream that I fucking had last um, night. That's that's really fucking true. It's true because if I have a bad dream, I'm like, thank God, that real life isn't like that. Yeah, because that was scary. Mm-hmm. But whenever I have a good dream, then it's like, what is this? Yeah, <laughs> why can't I? Why can't I be the person I was in my dream? Mm-hmm. But in a serious manner, uh, generally, uh, it's like confusion mixed with like acceptance and like meaninglessness no yeah um, but oh. technically yes. yeah <laughs> I was, like natural I was kidding but I was not yeah um yeah sometimes I'm genuinely just like 
whatever, dude. Like, this yeah. sucks. Like, I don't yeah. like, I don't like doing this. I don't like that I have to do this. I don't like that I have to be in existence. Yeah. Uh, something that I was kind of thinking about, I've been reading this book that's talking a lot about our sense of freedom and like free will. Um, and one thing that I was talking about was like the moment that you kind of give up your control over your reality or your life, or you feeling like you are in control of things, that's when you feel true freedom. But it makes me really think about day-to-day life and how, and you know me, like how fucking controlling I, I am. Say, I, thought the, I would think the opposite. Yeah, like taking charge of your life. That it, the more controlling you're trying to be over your life, the more you're not going to understand. Cause yeah, exactly. So sense. it's like the minute that you finally accept that nothing makes sense and you give yourself to the senselessness Mm -hmm. that's when you truly feel free like okay i can do whatever the fuck i want because none of this shit matters or whatever Mm -hmm. um in comparison to that i'm gonna like and even like the good shit that i feel like media has told us is good for you like i'm gonna fucking work out every day Mm -hmm. i'm gonna start a podcast i'm gonna start uh, i'm gonna be on instagram i'm gonna get famous for this i'm gonna strive to be this i'm gonna become a lawyer like even those aspirations take so much mental drive that sometimes it can even seem like a lack of uh, a genuine lack of like control, which feels even though you're making your own decisions, you're creating the life that you want, can still feel like you have no free will mm-hmm. because you're in the same cycle of just trying. I have to just keep trying mm-hmm. to make this make sense. And it's not ever really yeah. going to. Like, there's no status accomplishment that's going to make you feel like, oh, exactly. finally. I did it. I'm here. That's, like, really sad. Yeah. Because that just reminds me of every, like, thing that I've ever... And that's, like, literally probably what makes people so sad is, like... Yeah. You, you literally, your whole life, you always are going towards something. You have something, like, in your head that you really, really want, or you want to buy, or you want to do, mm-hmm. and then whenever you buy that thing, or you do that thing, or you have whatever you were trying to get, you're at another point where you're just like, okay, I have what I have. I don't feel any different. Yeah, I'm still the same. So, it's like, one of those things, it's like, you can keep trying, and keep trying, and keep trying, and maybe you'll feel like you've achieved something but at the same time you still have that feeling of I I don't feel that different from yeah. this accomplishment that I put so much weight into that's really what it yeah. is you put so much like of your energy and your heart into something and then when you get to that place where you've done it you feel that sense of achievement but at the same time there's still like what is air. achievement there's still nothing in regards to like just the point of living, the purpose of living. Yeah. Yeah, whatever we're chasing. Um, one question I have is do you innately feel like whole or does it feel like there's something missing? Oh, no. There's always something missing. Right. Do you ever try to fill that hole? Like what do you think is your thing to everybody feels their shit with something. What's what do you think think is your main I think that my main my main like indulgence or your like the thing for me that fills that hole is having my hole filled. No, I'm just kidding. Hell yeah. But for real, hey, yeah, dudes, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dating people and trying to, like, and that's really, I am a distractor. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, to a degree, am filled with, like, emotion, but at the same time, it's always about getting away from it it's always about getting away from it and trying to avoid it and that's probably like emotional people are always avoiding their emotions not emotional people are always trying to figure out what gives them that emotion oh my god (laughs) that's just just because how you and me are I'm full of emotion not that you don't have emotion and you're a fucking robot and you're a darla (laughs) yo but for real you're a jar of literally darla from Finding Nemo (laughs) Oh my gosh! Full circle. You know? Damn. <laughs> Even when it don't make sense, it I makes thought you sense. made up a word. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't make no sense, but it does make some motherfucking sense. But I feel like uh, all my emotions will just like they just are always bubbling at the surface. Yeah. So I just distract myself with boys, 
And at this point, it's like, whatever. I already got a boy, and he sucks. So it's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, what's my new thing now? Yeah. Now I'm more on, probably, probably leaning towards becoming an alcoholic. Nothing. And see, that's how I know I can never be an alcoholic unless being an alcoholic can also simultaneously mean that you'd never really get sloshed. Because mm-hmm. like, I could see myself. In the terminology of being an alcoholic, to where I'm using alcohol to you're like consuming it on a daily basis. Exactly, I would I would probably kind of to distract yourself. Exactly mm-hmm. to distract myself from the emotions that I feel. I'll drink alcohol, but I'll drink three or four beers to and feel be like, drunk, but not any further because I'm just so scared of throwing up. So it's like I'll mm. smoke and I'll drink, but mostly I guess more so smoking because yeah. I know that nothing bad's gonna happen to me after I do that. I I hesitate to completely give myself over to the alcoholic yeah. side of myself because of my fear of throwing up. Which yeah. Is dumb, but you know, it that makes sense. Yeah. I feel like for me, such a non profound ending. Cause I'm scared to throw up. No, that's for <laughs> real. Like everybody has those things. I feel like for me, mine is shopping. Yeah. It is. A yeah. Problem. Yeah. Me and finances. Money, <laughs> like mentally, I, I would be like a great um, financial advisor, personal shopper. If I have somebody else's money at heart, I'm so good at organizing. I'm so good at um, implementing little plans, Mm -hmm. making small financial plans that can like build, that can save you money. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to my own sense of control, dude, I got the tongue of the actual devil because (laughs) I'll know I'm not supposed to buy something. And it's not like I'm not the type of person, again, kind of like what you were saying, I'm not, um, I'm not unrealistically addicted. It is a, it is an awareness and Mm -hmm. a, a leniency, but it's not a full on, I want the hit. I'm going to buy a $20,000 car Mm -hmm. that I don't like. I'm not fucking irrational or anything. It's not that point of like a disorder. Um, an addictive disorder or anything. It's just a, I give myself too much. Mm -hmm. I purposefully allow too much so that I can feel something. I think that people that like, who have the same perspective of us to where it's like, we know what we're, we know what we're doing basically. Those are the people that have had addictive people in their lives. Yeah. Like you, you see the small, if it's small, if it's big, whatever. You see the effect that an addiction has on that person, mm-hmm. whether it's a small addiction that they have, where it's just like with mom, where she just drinks alcohol, but she never is yeah. drunk. Like I, never unless just, I feel like she's gotten into those points where she allows very, herself very, to very. kind of let go. Exactly. And again, it's still she's never been slaw. She's never been like trend or anything like yeah. that, where she's genuinely just giving herself. Mm-hmm away to something so that she can just filter all her energy and emotion or whatever. Very rarely that happens. Mm -hmm. And it's when she genuinely is overwhelmed by everything Mm -hmm. else. And And again, emotions have filled up. Yes. And even then it's, it's never, it's just never like she's never given herself. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? You can tell when you've really sold your soul to the whole Your addiction. You fell in because you can't handle that truth that mm-hmm. things don't make sense and nothing's going to comfort you. I was telling you about that thing the That's other day. So it really is. Nothing makes uh-huh. sense and nothing will ever comfort you in the in the <laughs> real way for a long period of time. That's the same reason why I have slowly stopped to believe stopped believing in happiness and mm-hmm. this thing that so many societies are telling you to like this will make you happy. This is to be happy. This is to be happy. You're going to be happy when you retire. You can't be Happiness happy unless is like you're sad. <laughs> everything comes with a balance because we've made it that way. That the book that I'm reading is also talking about how um, genuine concepts of human just existence mm-hmm. is actually not is actually non-dual. Like there's a non-duality. Mm-hmm. There's actually a non-duality and stuff that comes with just existence itself that comes with like reaching nirvana or like Brahman or Tao. Like mm-hmm. there's, it just is. 
and is is everything or whatever. But we've created so many dualities, happy, sad, mm -hmm. sun, moon, dark, mm -hmm. light, everything is... one or the other. It's like and a that's it. Boop, boop, polar boop, opposites, boop, boop. not really... Exactly, or what reality is. is. Like, exactly. Not necessarily what reality is, and especially with happiness. If you think of a time where you felt any emotion consistently, you will not think of anything and because if you did, something was wrong. Yes, <laughs> there's clearly an, a chemical imbalance. Something is not, that's not supposed to be mm -hmm. the way our emotions fluctuate. They're meant to be means of adaption. So there's never going to be a time where it is like okay or, or natural for you to be happy for a consistent period of time. But yeah, so it's like, I, it's hard every day because sometimes you go into situations you don't notice. You go into interactions with people not noticing. You buy shit. You plan shit not noticing that you're striving. You go into these situations not noticing that you're actually trying to grab hold of a feeling, mm -hmm. a consistent exactly. feeling that you want to just have forever. I'd say, okay, this is a good transition. Religion. Um, do you think that most main religions that we know, obviously there's a lot of different um, divinations or whatever, like subdivisions mm. of a whole bunch of different types of religions that we don't know. There's 10 there's, versions of Christianity. Exactly. Like. There's 3,000 probably in South America that we've never fucking heard about. Do you think that the most of the religions, like we were talking about Christianity, maybe like the um, Catholic-based religions... Some of the Eastern um, and Western mixed religions that have kind of come out. Do you think that those majoritively in this country are coping mechanisms? Or do you think that they can provide a genuine, um, cons consistent philosophy of life? Mm, I don't know. Nice. I don't know what's wrong with my voice. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm kind of surprised now. Yeah. <laughs> but I was watching. I don't. I think it was. I think it was Joe Rogan's podcast, probably, and he was talking to. I think it was that fucking annoying black chick that I don't like, mm -hmm. who's like a conservative. She was talking about how, like, as far as religion's going, people are kind of like turning away from it. Mm -hmm. But they're also talking about how, but just in general. The fact that religion is so similar to the explanations of Greek mythology, stuff like that, it's all, not all, because I don't know, you know what I'm saying? We were raised, raged, we were raised religiously, so if I had stayed in that way, that would have made sense to me. But to me, to a degree, like, religion, just like Greek mythology, just like the stories that came before, like those little, what were those parables or something like that? Those African stories about like the sun and like why the sun, like it was like the sun and the moon mm -hmm. and how somebody like climbed a tall, tall ladder to get up to the sun or something yeah. weird, yeah. like those yeah, weird stories that you learned in out. school where yeah. it's just like before Greek mythology was a thing, those were the stories that people told or yeah. like wrote to explain everything around them so I feel like yes you know from like at a certain what point we it's believe, always a coping yeah like not, an explanation and like, and, and, and yes because like people are trying to explain what they can't understand yeah so let's just come up with this so that we can feel better and it makes more sense to us and mm -hmm. we can know the world that we're living in exactly and it makes sense for us to just digest much easier than just I don't fucking know you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so much harder for people to just accept is the fuck that, like, the fuck. The fuck. You know? <laughs> just fuck, fuck, fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I don't know what the fuck's going on, I have no clue. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not gonna put my bases into something that I also have no clue. Mm -hmm. But that's what helps people. People think that that's facts for them. Yeah. So it's like, I forgot the question. Yeah, no, it's okay. Just rambling. Um, I get what you're saying, though. I feel like, yeah, deep down, everything that we do that involves knowledge is coping-based. Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. So the knowledge, the gain for knowledge, scientists, secularism, um, I feel like I didn't say that right, but it's okay. Um, 
I feel like those are like knowledge based. My feet are planted, mm -hmm. and I know where they're planted, yeah. or whatever. But then there's some religions that kind of like Christianity, to where this promise of paradise, the promise mm -hmm. of heaven, the promise of hell, it's yeah. all feeling based, and it's also emotion based. Yeah, they're trying to not they, but they're trying to fucking get us, bro. <laughs> they're trying to get you. Okay, it's don't a let them scam, bro, dog. But. It is. It seems yeah. so fear-based. Yeah. It's really what most of religion is. It's just fear-based tactics. Yeah, that does. that is what sucks, though, about some religions to where you don't feel like you're necessarily understanding where you fit. You're simply creating mm -hmm. a story. And it's the same when they talk about, like, certain types of, like, um, science. To where our version of science is the science that we created to make sense. I guess, yeah. If we said that that's 10 feet tall, well, we created feet. Oh, I guess that's true, yeah. We created the substance, the material form that makes something make sense. Yeah. And although it's sound, a lot of our uh, developments in math and the way that we graph things and the way that we measure things mm -hmm. make sense... In the grand scheme of things, we don't really know if that's how you measure. Exactly. You know, like uh, a kid can be sitting on the floor and be measuring measuring how tall something is with blocks. Exactly. That he found. This you is do that, you do this that is five blocks elementary tall. School. Yeah. Okay, but is it five blocks tall? Like it is for you, but on the other hand, that could also not be how how the world really exists mm -hmm. or something. That could just be how we're. Our perception is helping us understand how something exists. Did you see that thing? Like, um, I thought like so long ago when I was like, like in like thirteen probably. Mm -hmm. It was like, uh, what if? It was like one of those things. Like, what if like all the drugs that people take is showing them how the world really is? Yeah. And then what you're experiencing all the time, that's that's just like oxygen like clouding your mind that like they they pump out into the world <laughs> they <laughs> fucking they it's basically like what if when you take drugs you're actually that's awakened. what reality is and what you experience as reality is not what it really is yeah and what's our perception of reality like there's real reality and then there's other reality and that's and then... just like um if you take an art class mm -hmm. and they talk to you about colors and stuff like that you learn basically through art class you learn so much stuff yeah but in my <laughs> art class, I literally, like, learned that technically any color that we see is not what the, what it really looks like. Yeah. It's just because a mixture. Because it's our perception of the sun bouncing oh. off of whatever it is. Yeah. So if something has color that we perceive as color, that's not how it really looks. Mm -hmm. It's just how our, our eyes pick up whatever it yeah. is. I watched this video about this African tribe that they have... Their vocabulary for other things is super, like, comp uh, no, simple. Mm -hmm. But their vocabulary for the colors blue. What? For the color blue, they have way more colors of blue. And we can't see it because we only have a certain amount of, like, vocabulary in our dictionary, in our fucking yeah. brains. To where, okay, there's teal, turquoise, dark blue, sky blue, baby blue, like... There's all oh. these different colors that we have, but they could have double that. And when we see it, those different variations, it's not that's different. baby blue. Wow. That's baby blue, too. That's also baby blue. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They look the exact same. They can tell the specific, and that just shows, like, that's weird. perception I, is what you develop. I read something about how women ha can see more colors than men. Mm. I can believe that. I can believe that, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. We're... Mm. Just saying. And the fact that, like, the rate of color blindness is actually higher oh, yeah. in men. Oh, yeah. Like, not surprised. Why'd y'all get it? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You clearly didn't need your eyes. Your eyes are pretty garbage. Yeah. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. Which would make, it almost makes no sense when you think about, like, when we were hunter-gatherers, basically. It makes like, sense for us. It Yes, but it doesn't make sense berries. why men... You know what I'm saying? I guess, yes. Movement is gathering. Movement. That's true. All they're trying to... Is that a fucking bear or is it not a bear, y'all? Exactly. Yo? It's it a fucking move? bear. Kill it. I'm gonna shoot it. Yeah. Or... 
Ours is like, we're picking berries. Which one of these are poisonous? That's true. We're okay. walking through grass. What type of grass is this? Is it poisonous? I guess that's true. Is it... You have to distinguish between a lot of different things. Yeah, what mushrooms are these? Exactly. Because we, we got to be careful on that because mm -hmm. I'm not trying to trip all day mm -hmm. or whatever. Or die. Yeah, I'm trying to get home before the sun goes down because shit be popping off at I night. I always wonder if, like, because, like, weed exists right now. Mm -hmm. It's had to have existed for a long time. Yeah. I always wonder if, I mean, I've looked a little bit into that type of not looked into it but like I've watched stuff about like the history of weed and how far mm -hmm. back it really does go and how people have been using it for such a long time medicinally even before now yeah. you know what I'm saying so it's like I always wonder if like old civilizations found mushrooms or found like Fuck weed yeah, they or found to. something I say mushrooms maybe even I more. always want to know about mushrooms it's just like you just find it like yeah and then you just like, oh, let me just eat this. And, then and just like, there's a lot of videos about like um, tribes, and where there's Minutemen or like shamans mm -hmm. who are like the medicine men, mm -hmm. and they are mainly using herbs. Half of them for a lot of diseases. I watched this one documentary in my anthropology class, where it was like ten to fourteen people go to this um, area in the rainforest, and they meet this Minuteman. And they have all different kinds of diseases. Some have Tourette's. Um, somebody else has Parkinson's. Another person has a cancer. I think another one has cancer. Diabetes. They all come in with different types of, like, ailments mm -hmm. or whatever. Different types. Some are in the brain. Some are the fucking pancreas. Like, everybody has a different when problem. When was this? Like, a time? It wasn't a long time ago. It was okay. probably, like, 2000s. Okay. Maybe. Um... Yeah, it was not, like, old, old or anything. But, uh, and then um, traditional medicines were not working for them. That's why they all decided to go. So half of the med medicines that they were using were, yes, herbs. But then they would bring them and they would do, like, trances. And mm -hmm. they'd be drinking, like, psychedelics and a whole bunch of shit like that. And they'd mm -hmm. be in, like, this hut, tripping balls. And a lot of them got better. This wow. The lady with Parkinson's went from just... To like, yeah, um, a little, a few jerks. She wow. was talking way more clearly. And like, this is a minute man who is in the fucking rainforest on yeah. a majority. Like, he's not tapped into traditional um, science. He's not tapped into fucking anything. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know globalization exactly. where you can mix information and learn something from over. No, this nigga's just walking around mm -hmm. like in the rainforest and he can. Uh, treat Parkinson's better than a doctor That's who's gone to fucking so cool. Harvard. Like, that also brings me into psychedelics. Um, what do psychedelics do for you? And what do you think that they have the potential to do in regards wow. to accepting? <laughs> yeah, I know. In regards to accepting Damn. reality and like accepting existence mm -hmm. and then showing you something, yeah. showing people something. That's why psychedelics. Are They're pretty cool. Awesome. They do make They're me like, a little anxious. But I feel like that's because of my personal reasons that are like a, a fear of c lack of control. Yeah, that's the only part that does like scare me sometimes just because I just get paranoid and you just yeah. get really scared. You just don't know how you're going to react to something, whether you're going to start seeing something like really scary. Yeah. That's my always, that was always my thing before I took um, psychedelics. This was I thought that. Just I was, a misconception of yeah, hallucinogens. And I thought that I would be seeing stuff. And yeah. I thought that like. Fucking a big people ass People would be coming night, out buddy. of the wall yeah. and just like being like. Ooh. The wall would be bleeding and, or some or shit. Or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, eyes are like popping out. That's partially why mushrooms it was awesome, but yeah. simultaneously disappointing because I was thinking I was gonna be seeing all kinds of like and you were ready for illusions it, right? and stuff, and I was like, like I all can right, do this. this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna bring me some like cool creative ideas. Yeah. If I see some really freak like weird stuff, and then it's just like a oh wow, the trees look amazing. Yeah, life is so it's bright. Just not the way, even acid. I was yeah. expecting acid to make me be like, whoa, but. I see Papa John's in a, yeah, in a exactly. clown car, bro. Yeah, yeah, no. No, mm -mm. nothing cool happened. Which is also not, a sign of, cool, I feel like that's a sign of reality as well. Like, there's 
things like werewolf books and exactly. all this fantasy shit that we fairies. Although part of me, deep down, when I'm in really got my tinfoil hat on, I Where do believe that whatever we idea. exist, yeah, whatever we think, is not necessarily impossible. Mm -hmm. Whatever, what like whatever is. Whatever. I was gonna try to be smart and have that phrase. It's like whatever is improbable can and not proven cannot be neither possible. Oh, I see. Anyways, um, <laughs> pretty sure like fucking the impossible is neither provable or it's like deniable. The impossible, <laughs> however improbable, yeah. without without like it's factual possible. evidence, cannot be disregarded as like existing or some shit sure. like that. I don't know. Either way. Um, same with that it's like we although yes part of me does believe that any there, there's a level of understanding about the world and everything that's in it that I don't know mm -hmm. and because of that I won't say no to anything that's possible I do feel however that we purposefully in an effort to get out of this genuine lack of control we bring in an overwhelming amount of things that we can control with our fantasies but can't control with the actual reality of them. So vampires running rampant, that would be fucking terrible. I can't control that. I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. What scares me, I often seek to destroy or fucking control if I can't destroy it. So obviously there'd be problems with that. But as a fantasy, when there's no proof and there's no actual history, there's history of vampires for like a long fucking time, but with no genuine like interaction of face-to-face -face wild fantasies now being real mm -hmm. there's a control mm -hmm. because I can shape that narrative as crazy as I want to and it still be controlled for me mm -hmm. and then that makes me feel like wow if I can control scary shit like that and create that world of scary shit and be in charge of it then guess this world I can control too mm -hmm. ha ha and it's like kind of no you can't you're just trying to evade or yeah. whatever because this type of lack of control is way scarier because there's something so simple about it. So crazy simple mm -hmm. in comparison to all that crazy shit or whatever. In regards to psychedelics, I feel like that was an awareness. Like when I did shrooms, didn't know what to expect. All I felt was fear before I did it. Exactly. But once I was in it, I couldn't help but just settle into what reality was giving me which was that everything's the fucking same mm -hmm. it's just beautiful mm -hmm. everything is beautiful I've never felt more myself I'm inside my body mm -hmm. and I'm always inside my body exactly I'm always in that's another thing the book was that book is like telling me about I'm gonna say the book it's by Alan Watts it's called <laughs> become what you are it's a group of um just sections of a book of uh, speeches of like radio inputs and stuff like that that he puts together mm. somebody put together and put in a whole book really dense in some parts he's real fucking woke though and then the student says well how do i become one with tau he said if you try to become one with it you're going to be away from it you're going to get away from it mm -hmm. and so it's funny that like when you take certain psychedelics you feel like you're finally being tapped in to what is always there there's nothing yeah. that makes me feel like when any time that i've tripped that there is something weird, shit's happening that I'm like, what mm -hmm. the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. Is that a bear? Mm -hmm. Like, no, there's nothing weird showing up. It's literally the same thing. It's your perception. And that describes fucking everything that mm -hmm. has to do with existence in itself, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in multiple gods, whether you believe in no one, nothing. Mm -hmm. You just believe that this is- and you're just like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm not, no. You know, um, not no, but not yes either. Exactly. Or whatever. So it's all about the way we perceive everything mm -hmm. because nothing is, nothing's new. Nothing is necessarily old. Everything just is. Mm -hmm. And when we come out of it and we feel like we can't control situations, I feel like that's when we are actively not living the truth that just this is mm -hmm. it always has been what you're seeing is it you're deciding to see it this way same as what you're talking about the way the sun reflects a color mm -hmm. and that's how we perceive the color 
okay, well, whether you think it's dark blue or light blue because it's dark or light outside doesn't change that it's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, it just is. Yeah. There was also this these questions that I wanted to ask you. I found it on TikTok, actually. I thought it was bitch. really cool. Bitch. Okay, so it was by Jay Shetty. He asked these questions. It's a way for you to, like, He's this Indian dude. At least there's fucking people on TikTok that aren't just being annoying. Yeah. Oh, definitely not. There's so many people on TikTok that are so actually much like doing some cool shit. He's like, not, I don't think he's a TikToker. I think it's a clip, but it's from a man named Jay Shetty. Yeah. He has a podcast and like a, a few books or whatever. Um, yeah, so there's four questions and it's a way to kind of understand your personality. I think it's also a way to understand your perception of reality. Um, what is your favorite animal? Oh my gosh. What okay. is your first favorite animal? And I say you think of the animal that literally, if you could have one animal with you, like your demon from Golden Compass, like <laughs> who would your demon be? That's so hard. I know. The second question is going to make it that so much harder. That's so hard. It's the dumbest question. Yeah. Like, why am I having such a hard time? I had a hard time. I had to go on Pinterest and look at like different animals. Really? Yeah, that's the only way that I knew. That's very strange. Not really, but... I mean, it's extensive. Like, I mean, yeah. What's your favorite animal? Hold on. <gasps> yeah. I feel a lot of love. I like this one. <laughs> Makes me feel the most happy. Um, I keep wanting to say elephant, but I also think that's just because, like, I've trained myself to think that I like elephants a lot. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so many people like elephants. It's like... When you see an elephant, though, what does it fill you with? Like, see, that's the thing. It's like, real life elephants are like, whatever. But the concept the of an elephant, elephant? even then, the concept of an um, elephant, I'd probably like... say a turtle. That's like, okay, common. I like turtles. Do they really make you happy? Like, you actually see a turtle and um, you're like, I like the way they look. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Oh, wow. Okay, now I'm scared. Just because of what turtles are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, They're slow. They yeah, hide from everything. <laughs> <laughs> they have a layer of protection around them, so yeah. you have a problem and you're no. scared of the world or no. something like that. Um, okay, so the second question. That's really funny that you jumped there and you're going to laugh. Like, um, <laughs> oh, great. Um, the second question <laughs> is... Can you shelter yourself? Yeah. <laughs> what is yeah. your second favorite animal? Bitch, come on. I know, yeah. I know. I said you're going to hate it. Guess what? Second question? Even better. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Another one. Ah. Uh, I want to say a sloth. You want to? Do you like I'm it? A slow Keep piece it. Of shit. No, <laughs> that's what it is. You're gonna yeah. stay with that? Yeah. Okay. So even though they're kind of gross, but I they still like fill you the way happiness. they look. Yeah. In the way they move, I might You're have to switch Bell. them. It might be sloth turtle. Okay. That's cool. Because sloth and then turtle. Yeah. Okay. So uh, third is when, when you think of the. Yeah, she's so. Cute. Oh my gosh. There's a turtle nearby. <laughs> Baby, what's wrong? I don't know. Just <laughs> no. <laughs> so cute. Um, I fucking love them. I love. I them just too, need them. Kristen Bell was life. like, I take responsibility. Oh yeah, yeah. Then it's just like. We get it. We love you, but we get it. You've been a human. We You're don't not responsible yeah. for anything. Yeah. You were. You've been here just like we've been here. Yeah. Okay. Chill. Exactly. I mean, there's you not that much pressure anything. on you as a person. Are you Hitler? Then apologize. Yeah. But you're and not. even then, fuck you at that point. And like, you're Kristen Bell. You're Kristen Bell. You're the most pure bitch in the world. So like, stop acting like you did something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like a fueled by such pure love. Bitch. Yeah. Elsa asshole. You, you know I fucking love you, bitch. Oh, so get up, Anna. Excuse me. <laughs> Makes me all right. Fucked up. Um, Call yeah, exactly. It's like fucking saying another girl's name, you know? Mm -hmm. It is saying another girl's It literally girl's name. is. Um, <laughs> it's like yeah, saying another so girl's name, you know? What is your, when literally. you think of the ocean, what do you think of? Um, just like a word? Oh, like a word. description word? It could be not just one word, it could be like kind of a sentence. Um, I think of the ocean as vast and like unknown and dark okay i don't have a good view of the ocean <laughs> okay that's good though those are all great um the first war the fourth question and, and, and powerful okay and uncontrolled okay i Un like untethered. that untethered yeah unheld down yeah okay she's a strong 
powerful blue black woman. woman. <laughs> blue um, woman. <laughs> blue green. Your fourth is what do you think about darkness? Like the same type of describing words, but about darkness. What do I think about it? Like um, when you think of darkness, what do you think? When of? I think of darkness, I think of fear. Okay. I think of um, the unknown. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I think of like endless, obviously unknown, slightly unknown slash endless like possibilities and endless danger. Yeah. Um, I think of Edgar Allan Poe for some reason. Because he's in there, man. Um, Bro, he that, he's that in nigga there. be fucking sneaking through the dark. And it reminds me of that um, that one book. Yeah. With the guillotine type of thing. And it was just uh, all the darkness. The Raven. Or, yeah. Yeah. I always like the um, Telltale... <clears throat> Telltale Heart. Telltale. Ooh, man, that that's a fucking piece oh, man, of literature. Oh, man, blue eye. Yes. Shit. That is a beautiful piece of literature. Um, okay, did so not appreciate I'll it go ahead and... That in school. I loved it. That was... I was like, I'm going to be a poet when I grow up. <laughs> that's what this is. Edgar Allan Poe. It's Allen Italian. Yes. Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> um, okay, so the first question, what is your favorite animal? You chose sloth. That is your perception of yourself. I thought that. Mm-hmm. I also think it's kind of like an unbothered type of thing. I don't necessarily think it's like you're slow. I think it's like a, <laughs> you're slow. You kind of like a koala, to where it's like you the, live. Somebody else told me that they, I remind them of a koala. You just live in yourself, which is often to me deemed as peaceful. Like you're a True. very peaceful soul. I like to think it, about it like that. I mean, I could also think it, it could be like laziness, just because yeah. I know you, but. Oh no! Like, mm-hmm. oh no! You're fucking. You're lazy. Yeah. Ooh. She should kill her. Like, and that's the thing. It's like I'm lazy, but just like sloths, when they have to find a mate, sloths will just go and like go they're quick. and go. They're yeah. not quick. They're they're slow, but they they still risk their lives like to find a mate. Like if a, I don't know what I was watching on Koa, on um. Sloths. I don't know what I was watching. It was probably one of those animal documentaries, obviously. But mm-hmm. talking about how sloths, whenever they go to mate, they risk their lives because of how slow they are. Yeah, and they have to climb down out of a tree Ooh. and go on the ground to another to whatever. That is so beautiful. Whichever other trees they have to get to, because there's other sloths that they want to mate with. Yeah, but because they're so slow, they like they rarely. They do anything unless that unless they're mating. They're trying yeah. to mate. So it's like that is so valid though. That's really pretty. Are lazy most of the time, but when they are tenacious. they have to do something, they won't stop until they do it. That's beautiful. Okay, so for your information, <laughs> uh, <laughs> your second favorite animal was a turtle. That's how you perceive your uh, your like lover or your partner. Which I think wow. that is crazy I love how I switched accurate. it at the last minute. Yeah, I too. know. It says something. Because you guys are very similar. Yeah. Um, so it kind of makes sense. It, it, it does make sense. I don't want to just talk shit about Cody. Like, no, but I mean, Cody is Cody. But at the same time, yeah. You're not going <laughs> to fucking lie and be like, Cody's a tiger. <laughs> like, no. He's, he's, a, a, he's a jaguar. Yeah, like, he's a fucking turtle. He's fast. He's hardworking. He, he does it all. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's he, he, Cody. He, he works hard, which, like, makes sense for a turtle, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, Peaceful, but still kind of protective. Mm-hmm. A lot of turtles, they live a long they, time, so I feel like there's a longevity that comes yes. with their philosophy of life. And like, in, in turtles, their turtles? home is their body. Yeah. And this dude is a homebody. Loves being home. <laughs> loves being in his bed. Yeah. He's a home. He's a homebody. Yeah. He truly is a homebody. That's really interesting. Literally, yeah, turtles' bodies Sloths are their homes. Kind of homebodies. Yeah. Too. Yeah. That's kind of cute. I um, mean, I don't necessarily. I am a homebody for sure. Like, I feel much more comfortable when I'm at home than I'm when I'm anywhere but I mean, else. You're also a sloth. You like being like. High and I like up. to be like. Like being able to see everything. Wow, that is weird. Turtles are low to the ground. Relate, they man. don't care about their surroundings unless it's danger. Yeah. Cody? I care about my surroundings even when it is danger. Because you I just like, like to, to know. Be, yeah. But it's not like I'm trying to be a part of it. I just want to take a little top view and just see what's happening. Yeah. I'm like an. I'm like a weird person where I'm like introverted, extroverted simultaneously. Yeah. Where I like to like. Everybody has the balance. I want to be kind of like in situations. But if I could also just be a fly on the wall. Yeah. Like, literally a fly on the wall. And just be 
a part of anything that happened. Not anything, like, but like I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not. I don't want to be. You know what I'm saying? Mine's kind of the opposite. Like reality TV is so why I like reality TV so much. Because mm. I'm not a part of it, but I get to just watch and yeah, let things observe. unfold before me, and I don't have to like uh, contribute or fuck up and take away from what's happening. Yeah, I feel that. Um, your third question is the ocean, and it's. How you perceive love. I thought your answer for wow. the ocean was very, very nice. Wow. <laughs> like, it also goes along kind of with what you're saying about the sloth, where it's like, there's only a, oh, a few reasons why this bitch will go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's for love. Mm-hmm. It's for mating. It's for, like, that purpose. And you were saying how your whole earlier is usually mm-hmm. fantasies about, or, like, um, seeking attention and like a connection you're always seeking the connection i thought that was really fucking cool um i think honestly i'll tell you mine after this i fucking love mine (laughs) Um, it's pretty great (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna brag about it or anything um your fourth one is how you perceive death okay yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) sounds fucking right to me (laughs) um i everything okay yeah (laughs) I was just about to say something that I probably don't mean. I was going to say, actually, death doesn't scare me that much. And then I was like, wait, that's not true. I'm fucking lying. That's the thing. It's like, uh, I think there's an understanding of death. That's why I want to get that that, that queen line on my arm or somewhere that says, like, I don't want to die, but sometimes wish I'd never been born at all. Because it's legitimately how I fucking feel. Yeah. I get so, so scared that someone's going to try and murder me at all times. Mm -hmm. Like, when I'm at the girlhouse, I get so, so scared by myself. Oh, right. I, like, lock the doors, and every time I, like, go into a room that's dark, I turn the light on, and I just get, I'm just always Yeah, do you on. remember when we used to I leave? I can't turn around from the door. come back to the house, and you just have knives. butter knives everywhere? Those weren't butter knives, boo-boo. Those were real. Real house real fucking chef murder wife. Cut up a bitch knife. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like, what the fuck were you planning When you guys were gone, I would literally throw knives at the wall and, like, practice. Yeah, like, I remember that. <laughs> Dude, you can't keep fucking doing this shit. There's there's holes in the wall. That's Why? so funny. I'm practicing. Why did I think that that was fine to do? Just make know. holes in the wall and throw knives at a wall. Yeah, I don't. I mean, well, when you think about it, it's survival anybody... versus a few holes in the exactly. wall. Bang! I'm sorry. I'm gonna get my aim <laughs> down. Yeah, so that was only come shit, in here. Bitch. Knife to the face exactly. immediately. I'm Electra, bitch. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like whatever. Do it. That's who I fucking want to be. My first one was a, a dog. Mm-hmm. That was my first Which one. Which also makes no sense to me. How do you take a wolf and get a dog? You just and keep crossbreeding. All the dogs that are I'd dogs. say you keep crossbreeding with uh, runs of the litter. Like, there's different variations. So I'd maybe mm-hmm. mix a gray wolf with, like, a another wolf. The other kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A just gray the wolf other with type a... Of- Less gray wolf. Yeah. <laughs> or, a, or maybe a, a brown wolf of darker gray. Maybe light brown. <laughs> maybe a light, a snow wolf. Does that, does that exist? Does that make sense? A snowy. <laughs> does that make sense? Like, like a polar bear, but a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my second one was a wolf. Which makes so much sense because I need my partner to, to like me, and me, I want to f- be loving. Like, I just want to give a person my love and I love attention, mm-hmm. but I only like good attention. I don't like being in trouble. I just mm-hmm. like seeing like, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. That's it. That's all I need to do in my life. And their dynamic of wolves, the fact that they're extremely social creatures, but they almost demand every person in the pack to have their, you need to bring something. Mm-hmm. If you're weak, you're getting left behind or you're getting fucking yeah. eaten. That's how it goes. So there's a ruthlessness, but there's also a nurturingness mm-hmm. that comes with like respecting your Luna. You respect, you respect the people for what they give. I feel like I need a partner who can see everything in mm-hmm. me. I can't just have them be like, you're hot. I need them to be like, I love the way your mind works. Mm-hmm. I need them to see past whatever. Yeah. Um, outward thing, which is a lot of my personality. Yeah. I need the deepness, but I also need to be pushed. Mm-hmm. I need to be pushed to not only be more affectionate, I need to be pushed to be more independent. Mm-hmm. I need you to force me to stand on my own two feet and not value my weakness, but I also need you to appreciate my strengths. Yeah. 
just by myself. Like, there's so many concepts that wolf, wolves as a species bring that I appreciate so much and that I literally, like, for, with Nick, Nick mm-hmm. is a wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so third one was pretty much the same, although mine was an emphasis on feeling small. The ocean makes me feel overwhelmingly really? small. Yes, I don't, I get afraid I'm entranced by the ocean. Mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think that it's dangerous and like enriching. I think it's the Mary secret. Mary Trench, when I think of the ocean, I think of like deep, dark ocean yeah. creatures that we have not discovered exactly. yet. <laughs> so, and I think it's beautiful all in all. I feel like there's mm-hmm. way more valuable things in the ocean oh, yeah. than there are in the world, or like in on space. land. Why are we going to space when we should just get ships to go into the yeah. fucking ocean? Like, exactly, because there's what, like 5 to 10% there, that we've actually explored and five, know about. There's more. There's no, I'm there's, saying that we are aware of. Like exa- we Exactly. Can, we've explored about 10% of the fucking ocean. Not shit. That makes no sense. That we're like, let's go to space. I'm like, we got to think bitch. we can make a, a station on Mars. What are you like, talking about? We need to make Atlantis. We, we need to hurry up and make Atlantis. We need to make Atlantis because if That's global the warming secret. is real, which, you know, I'm pretty sure and let's the be direction honest, is either going to be iced over or washed over so i'd so rather be closer to the core regardless so that we can keep warm get underground or get under the ocean so that mm-hmm. if the shit freezes over we're still under or the ocean tectonic plates shift we don't really have to worry about tsunamis exactly the only thing we'd have to worry about is the same thing which is like earthquakes and like damage underwater or any kind of like uh trenches opening up creating exactly a, a like hole oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah heated, heated water yeah that's very true but yeah um how do we always trail off? I don't know, but that was a good conversation. <laughs> I want to get more into that, actually. You definitely need to talk about the ocean. Atlantis. <laughs> 20, 2025. Next podcast? Uh, Atlantis. Atlantis. Uh, fuck the series, human, actually. Human experience? Fuck it. Atlantis. 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 The ocean. Fourth Water one boy. was unknown. I think of darkness as the same thing is there. Oh, okay. Like, there's nothing new that's there. It's just dark. So basically, my sense of death, I'd say, is just an awareness that I'm dead. Wow, interesting. It's an awareness that I'm dead, but that's it. And that is weirdly how I do perceive death, is that there's something going to be there. Yeah, like there's, darkness, there's, there's something. something in the darkness. That I After I die, see. I'm going to be aware of death, and I'm going to see something in this dead darkness. Yeah. Which makes no sense, but, you know. But I mean, that also points to things like you believe in. Like, I believe in reincarnation, so that makes sense why my version of death isn't really a thing yeah. because I believe that the existence, um, energy traveling and transforming is what what is here. Yeah. It's not I'm going to die and then it's going to change and it's going to be something. I think I'm going to die and the same things that are happening right now are going to continue happening mm-hmm. and that either means afterlife, um, some sort of weird afterlife, or a continuing of life, like mm-hmm. just repeated cycles. I- it was really, really nice talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I have to shut it I'll down. S- shake hands. It'll never gonna. It's never gonna end. <laughs> I feel like we got around a lot of fucking content, um, and yeah, I'm really, really excited. This is, this is Talia. It was really, really good. I'm glad that you came on to talk to me about this shit. It did get kind of dense, but I feel like we went to a lot of colorful places yeah. that, you know, we were just a lot. Mm-hmm. This went fucking well. We'll definitely talk about having like another episode in continuation. It's been really cool. I'll talk Love to you podcast. later. Cool beans. Mm-hmm.